Welcome to the Moonflower Path Podcast. This space is for the highly sensitive, the creatives, the earth-loving, the caregivers, the weirdos, the feelers, the change makers, and dreamers of the world. Here, we are all about guiding you to trust your body intuition so you can find home and shift culture. Through the exploration of somatic practice, self-care, and seasonal ritual, my hope is that you will be inspired to be in harmony with yourself and in a dance with the earth. I'm your host, Carolyn, and I'm so honored and grateful to be here with you today. Welcome to the Moonflower Path Podcast. I'm your host, Carolyn. I am a yoga and self-care guide and the founder of the Moonflower Path Community Space, an online somatic self-care studio to help support sensitive, creative, and earth-loving souls to trust in their body intuition so that they can find home within themselves and shift culture. If you are new here, welcome. Really, really honored to have you here. You picked a good one. You picked a good episode to throw on and listen to because these are a fan favorite, a community favorite. They are the most listened to episodes and those are the seasonal rituals episode. So this one is all about ways to tune into and celebrate the autumn equinox, also known as Maybon. So really honored to have you here. I know that your time is sacred and precious and the fact that you are taking time to listen to my words, which I really hope will be supportive, feels really special. So thank you for that. If you are not a new listener and you're coming back because this is your favorite podcast, which I very much hope it is, then welcome back Moonflower. Always nice to spend some time with you. A few things that I want to talk about before we get into today's episode. So firstly, just a reminder that if you are listening to this podcast episode in your ears on a podcast app, then a reminder that we are also on YouTube. So if you want to listen to or watch these videos, then you can. And if you are currently watching on YouTube, just a note that if you notice my eyes kind of darting over here, over here, that's because I've got notes in front of me on my computer screen because I'm a Gemini sun and a Gemini moon and a Scorpio rising in case you're interested. But um, if you know anything about astrological signs, then you know that Geminis are big talkers. So I have tools and systems in place to ensure that I don't go off on too many tangents. I mean, there's nothing wrong with rambling a little bit. We're here for it. We're here for talking and the nuancedness of just like, blah, 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 but also I need to stay on track. So I've got notes in front of me. And other thing I wanna mention is if you haven't gotten your hands on the free In Tune With The Moon resource, what are you waiting for, Moonflower? Please, please get access to this new free resource that I created this past summer and that I'm really very proud of. So In Tune With The Moon is your free resource to learn to listen to, trust in, and honor your body intuition so that you can feel empowered to take up space in your life with the moon by your side every step of the way. This resource gives you access to one, digital moon phase calendars, which are pretty phone wallpapers and widgets that you can update on a monthly basis and that will be updated 
in the new year. So you'll get a whole new slew of 12 months worth of phone wallpapers so that you can look at this wallpaper and see, ah, yes, it is the new moon. It is now time for me to turn to my own lunar ritual. And I've given you access to four lunar rituals. So in the Moonflower Path community space, there is a signature lunar ritual that we move through on a weekly basis in a live stream capacity. So we gather live on Zoom and move through these lunar rituals, but I have created them for free for you as a video. So these are about 30 minute practices where you move through one cozy yin yoga posture, some guided meditation and some guided journal prompts that are all themed around the lessons that are found within that lunar phase. And you also get a, a digital ebook. So it's called the Intune Playbook and it talks about Lunar Living 101 and also gives you a space where you can actually uh, write down your responses from the journal prompts in the rituals. So you can get access to this hefty resource by visiting themoonflowerpath.com. It's right there on the homepage, or you can also click the link in the show notes to get access to this very special and sacred resource that I know will feel really supportive for you. Last thing is if you are considering becoming a Moonflower member because you love the vibes of this podcast, you love the support that you find from this podcast and you just want more of that and you want to do it in community because really the Moonflower Path community space, yes, it's a membership. Yes, it's an online studio, but it is first and foremost a community of moonflowers, of sensitive, creative, earth-loving souls that are all here to walk alongside each other on their self-care journey. It's truly magical, the stuff that happens, the connections that happens, the magic that happens in community, in this space, very specifically in the Moonflower Path community. So if you are looking for some companions along your self-care journey to help remind you of your worthiness to prioritize self-care, then becoming a Moonflower member right now might just be the perfect time to do that. And I'm saying that now because we have a autumn member promotion that is happening for the f in during the first week of October. But if you are anything like me, and most likely you are somewhat similar to me, if you resonate with the work that I put out into the world, and um, that is that you are most likely someone who is somewhat sensitive, um, who is somewhat in need of having some sense of control. <laughs> and that means having all of the information available to you before you make a big decision. Because I know that becoming a member can feel like a really big decision. Maybe not a big scary decision, but a big like yes to yourself. And I wanna give you all of the time possible and all the information possible so that you can make this informed decision. So at the beginning of October, there's gonna be a special promotion happening where for a limited amount of time, if you become a Moonflower member, you will get access to a few special goodies, some special gifts that are only going to be available during that week. So before making that decision, I would encourage you to head over to our website, themoonflowerpath.com slash community space so that you can check out the different tiers. There are three different member tiers that you can access into. So autumn member promotion happening first week of October and visit our website before then so that you can just get an idea of which tier would be best suited for you because really autumn is 
the time that I personally like really hone in on my self-care practices, my self-care tools, my self-care rituals, because it feels like a really cozy time, feels like a really magical time, but it also feels like the perfect time to do that because we're entering into the colder, darker months of the year and to feel as supported as we can during this time, I think is just like, we'll be the better for it. You will be the better for it, which is kind of what we're talking about in today's episode. So if you're new to the seasonal rituals episodes, here is what to expect. So kind of the kind of the outline of these episodes are first I'm going to talk about the themes that are found during during this season. So if you are new to the wheel of the year, there are eight seasonal celebrations. So there are kind of like two seasonal celebrations that happen every season. So at the beginning of every season and then halfway through the season. So the seasonal rituals episode will give you the themes, the information and the rituals for you to be able to tune in to the next six weeks of this time that we find ourselves in. So these are very much Northern Hemisphere uh, geared, guided, created. So if you live in the Northern Hemisphere and you are about to enter into fall, then that's what this episode is all about. So there will be another episode during the halfway point of fall, which is Samhain, also known as Halloween. So this episode, first we'll talk about the themes that are found during this season. And these are themes that are pulled from my own experience of seasonal living, also pulled from just like my intuitive understanding of this season and also pulled from research that I've done, from other teachers that I've worked with, that I've learned from. And it's really like take what works and leave what doesn't really is like, at its core, a lot of <laughs> what these lessons will be. So these are, this is like my take, but also you might have your own take. There's also like a whole world out there of resources and different ways that people might interpret the seasons. So yeah, so we'll talk about this, the themes. And I also like to offer you what I like to call a lunar forecast. So this is what is to be expected energetically that's happening in the moon and the skies. Um, for the next six weeks. So I'm going to talk about when the new moons are, when the full moons are, what astrological seasons we're moving through, what elements we're going to be moving through. And then we will wrap the episode up with some seasonal rituals, as well as what is happening in the community space this coming season. So the rituals are usually folks' favorite. So stick around until the end of the episode so that you can really learn about what are some rituals, some practices, some tools, some magical ways that you can connect with this seasonal transition. So let's get into today's episode. This podcast is brought to you by the Moonflower Path Community Space, an online somatic self-care studio that offers highly sensitive, creative and earth-loving souls a cozy space to honor and nourish their unique gifts through somatic self-care practices and earth-based rituals. In a world that is consistently trying to convince you not to trust yourself, that you aren't worthy of care, that you need to be loud and fast to fit in, and that you are separate from the earth, we here at the Moonflower Path believe that it is a radical act to not only care for ourselves, 
but to deeply care for each other and for the earth in the process. By becoming a Moonflower member, you will gain access to a wide array of weekly, cozy, and accessible live stream yoga classes, a library of self-care resources so you can always have a space to feel held, monthly seasonal rituals and gatherings, and be part of a community of folks like you, all walking along an intentional journey of radical self-care. We offer pay-what-you-can options to anyone who asks, whether you are from the LGBTQIA2S plus community, the BIPOC community, or are struggling with funds right now, you are welcome here. Plus, for every purchase you make with the Moonflower Path, we donate $1 to an Indigenous-run charity so you can know that your purchase directly goes towards reconciliation with the earth and its original caretakers. Join today for as low as $88 Canadian by visiting our website, themoonflowerpath.com. All right, so let's start with what is the autumn equinox. If we take a look at the wheel of the year, there are a few different ways that you can that you can actually like celebrate and find your own ways to celebrate the seasonal transitions. So in some traditions, this is the last seasonal celebration along the wheel of the year. And some folks, some pagans, some druids, some witches like to view Samhain as the beginning, as the new year. So that's Samhain being October 31st, also known as Halloween. The way that in this community, we like to move through the wheel of the year is that Yule, so the winter solstice is the very first, it's kind of like the new year around these parts. So, so Maybon is the second last seasonal celebration. And it is kind of just like very concretely, it is the beginning of autumn, it's the beginning of fall. And it is in terms of like the skies, what's happening in the skies. It's the point in time where the day and the night are the same length within the season where the night is becoming longer. So from this point forward, the night will be longer than the day. So that's very concretely what the autumn equinox is. But if we're talking more pagan, more druid, more witch, more seasonal earth-based traditions, then this is the the second harvest along the wheel of the year. And that's pretty obvious, right? Like if you think of <laughs> if you think of what other celebrations are found around this time, Thanksgiving is something that we celebrate in in more North American culture. Um, depending on if you're in Canada or in the States, it's different dates, but still Thanksgiving. And there are also, let's like, also acknowledge the colonialism that is found within Thanksgiving. So let's also acknowledge the indigenous wisdom that we are hopefully shifting towards celebrating and honoring instead of just stealing. So this is a time for us to practice gratitude, for us to turn to what is bursting and what we are finding and harvesting around this time. So in the natural world, there literally is an abundance of, at this time, an abundance of apples in September. I don't know if you've ever been apple picking, but it is like probably my favorite thing to do. It is such a fun time and it's like the such a great way <laughs> to really enter into fall. And then eventually there's going to be pumpkin picking, but there really is an abundance of harvest at this time. 
I, uh, my brother, my brother and his partner and his business partners run a farm here. So I'm, I'm located on the unceded territory of the Anishinaabe and Algonquin people, also known as Ottawa, Ottawa, Ontario. And my brother runs a farm that we get a CSA box from. The farm is called Beatbox Farm in case you're, any locals are listening. And we get a CSA box every two weeks, which is like a box of vegetables you like pay for in advance. And then you get this box every, we get it every two weeks. And this is when like, there's just so much stuff. <laughs> like we've moved through the time of the tomatoes, which is like, that happens around August. That was like the first harvest. And the second harvest is when like the squashes come in and the root vegetables come in. It's just like, mm, just amazing. And so we, we can pull from that in terms of symbolically what we might actually notice around this time. And that is a harvest in the work that you might've actually put in up until now in your life and along the seasonal wheel of what you've moved through during this past year. So if we, if we turn to what is actually happening, right? So I mentioned that this is a time where the day and the night are the same length. One of the themes that you might that you might turn to, one of the lessons that you might explore around this time is, is balance. So if you listened to last week's episode, then I talked about one of the ways, some of the ways that you can actually use and cultivate balance in your own life as well as on your self-care journey. So I would definitely listen to that episode if you haven't yet. And I, I always like to turn to balance around the equinoxes. So the spring equinox is also a time where the day and the night is the same length, but instead we're moving into the increase of light and now we're moving into the decrease of light. And balance is a really nice energy. Like I love the sound of, of cultivating balance. It really evokes this idea of there is an excess of something and how might we balance that out with other things? So the ways that you might do that would be kind of like this idea of like zooming out and looking at your life and noticing where you might be focusing too much attention at this point and where you might wanna evenly spread out your energy, energetic output and input a little bit more evenly. So this might be a really nice time to explore balance and exploring balance in a way that feels balancing to the energies that you just moved through. So I mentioned this in the spring equinox episode. It was one of the similar themes, but it's got a different flavor to it, right? It's this shift from summer energy into fall energy, whatever that might mean for you. But if you are like, if you were like raised in, uh, in this culture, you're probably familiar with like the, the vibes of going back to school around September. And so there's like this shift from a schedule that might feel a little all over the place and quite busy to a schedule that may feel a bit more regimented, which maybe that feels really good for you. Or maybe that, like, maybe that feels like really like, oh my gosh, okay, finally, like I've got like all the things nicely planned out and figured out and I know when I'm doing what, and that feels really balancing for me, or maybe, or maybe that won't feel balancing for you. So get curious about what balance can offer you right here, right now, 
as you enter into fall. And next, what are the other themes? So the theme that's really coming to mind for me, the lesson is this idea of lessons turning to wisdom, of gained knowledge turning to wisdom. So let's, let's pan out a little bit again. Let's pan out and take a look at the journey that we move through within a cycle. So you've got the beginning of the cycle, which is the new moon, which is the winter solstice, which is this time of like slow, dreamy, grounded, curious, intuitive exploration of like, what do I want? What do I need? What's this fresh start that I desire? And it's this like slow rise. And then we get to the waxing moon or the spring energy, and then it's time for aligned action of planting seeds, of doing the things, of embodying what you want, of taking steps towards that thing. And then we get to the peak and it's like, okay, you've like put the energy, the effort in, you've done the work, and you're now at this like height of the thing has maybe blossomed, come to light, come to fruition, and then you just like coast in it you're like present you're in it um that summer that's full moon energy there's like a lot and then we begin to come down and what happens within the waning moon which also is referred to as the disseminating moon is this idea of the, so dissemination quite literally means to spread and so i like to imagine that it's like okay <laughs> bear with me that like the imagery is almost like this like if you were like crack an egg on the top of your head which I know is like kind of gross if you're if you're not into raw eggs but just like yeah that's the image it's like if I were to like crack an egg on the top of my head during the summer solstice at the beginning of summer and then as the time goes on it begins to drip down and spread over my body and so like let's make it less gross like the idea is like the, the new wisdom and the lessons from the experiences of your life ha are like at the top, like in your head. You are learning them and cognitively viewing them and letting them enter into your sphere, reflecting on, yeah, okay, that's a thing that I learned. That's a big energy. That's a theme that was really present for you. I, I struggled through that thing or I found a lot of joy or this was a big theme that I moved through, whatever. And then eventually that wisdom, if you're like watching the video, like if you're, sorry, if you're listening, what's happening that I'm doing with my hands is like my hands are getting like really wide and beginning to spread down towards my body. And the lessons then turn into this like embodied wisdom that you can begin to feel spreading into the way that you are and the way that you move through your life. And so the dissemination might look like disseminating the wisdom into your body of these new ways of being and thinking and these new habits and these new ways of treating yourself, speaking to yourself, but also that dissemination can happen in the form of the way that you externally move through the world, 
the the conversations that you're having with folks, the way that you are putting this wisdom into the creative practices, into the art that you create, into the work that you do, into the way that you are parenting your children, into the way that you are having relationships with your partner. And so all of that begins to get spread out and spread out. And it's this like new skin of sorts, this like, oh, okay, this new way of being and you get to play with it and it feels, maybe it feels kind of fun, maybe it feels really interesting, maybe it feels kind of like, oh, I don't, okay, like this is new, this is interesting. And so those are some of the lessons and the themes that you might begin to notice. And I believe that the season really offers you such a beautiful landscape to do that in. So one, let's get really obvious about what's happening outside. And I'm looking towards my left because my window is out to the left and the leaves haven't quite changed yet because I've, I've recorded this episode kind of early. But if I imagine while you're listening to this episode that you might be looking outside and the leaves are changing. And so there's this like spreading of color that happens in the landscape, but there's also this lengthening, this spreading out of the night. And so there's this quieting down of the energy that's coming down to the earth. And there's this like time you're being offered, hopefully this time to be able to, maybe you're journaling more, maybe you're having more conversations with friends of, yeah, this is a thing I moved through. This is a thing that I learned. You're taking time to, to, to sift through the lessons and letting yourself receive them and embody them. And the season is offering you that time. And how is it offering you that time? Well, kind of the next, the next theme that's found around this time is this idea of clearing, of composting, of releasing, which is, I usually find that it's found a little bit more closer to the end of the season, but there's, again, intuitive ways for you to move through this. But it's, it's this idea of, okay, we've gained so much, right? You've, you've cultivated gratitude. You've been present with all of the new, the new, the new from the past couple seasons. And there's only so much space, so much space within our lives, so much space in our bodies, so much space in our energetic capacity. So if there's all this new that's come in, then we need to be able to let go of what doesn't actually serve that new. So what we do is we recalibrate, we reprioritize. What is it that I'm actually wanting to dedicate my energy and my time to? And how can I create space in my schedule? Let go of the tasks, of the activities, of the things, even of the self-care practices that were really helpful and maybe are not helpful anymore and they're just like taking up time and energy. And, and clearing stuff away to be able to have that time to examine, to ponder, to really let those lessons turn into wisdom and also to create space for the newness, the newness that is going to come later on in the new year. I know it's, it's early and maybe it seems like, well, this is not very present focus because I'm like here and the work that I'm doing here is to like prep me for what's happening to come but like that's kind of what I think the seasonal celebrations are about they're about 
dropping an anchor into this very moment and pausing and looking at what's present right here, right now in your life, but also in the energetic seasonal themes and the lessons that are found. And then we look back at what just happened, what I just moved through, and then we looked forward at what's to come and we make decisions based off of what's to come. So we know that fall is coming. We know that winter is coming. So we prep accordingly. And there's this idea of, of clearing, of releasing, and of composting. So viewing what it is that you're releasing is not just like letting go because letting go and releasing, there's this grieving process that might feel somewhat uncomfortable, which doesn't have to be uncomfortable, but it can feel somewhat uncomfortable. And so I like to view it as like composting. So this idea of what I let go of will energetically turn into compost in the soil that is my life that is where my creative ideas and my creative inspiration begins to blossom. So I need to slow down. I need to release. I need to create space in my life for new to be able to sink in and for new to be able to enter in and to come into my life. There are some, some rituals and some practices and lots of tools that you can implement into your self-care journey that will revolve around these themes and we will move through them in the Moonflower Path community space. So if you're looking for some guidance on that, then you will find that as a Moonflower member, but I'll also talk about some of the seasonal rituals at the end of this episode. But let's, let's recap. So, so the autumn equinox is the point in time along the wheel of the year where we welcome in autumn, the last season along the wheel of the year. So there are two seasonal celebrations during the fall, the autumn equinox, also known as Maybon, and Samhain, which is the mid-autumn season, which there will be a whole other seasonal rituals episode dedicated towards. But this time is where the night and the day, or the day and the night are the same length, and moving forward, the night wins. The night wins out. The night will now be longer than the day. And there is wisdom to be found in the night. There is wisdom to be found by looking up towards the sky and gazing at the moon and the twinkling of the stars and the vastness that is the sky up above. The themes that I talked about in this first portion of the episode are exploring and cultivating balance, your own version of balance, what that might look like and feel like in your own body and in your own life. This idea of dissemination, of letting the lessons spread out and turn into wisdom, gained embodied wisdom inside of yourself. And also the idea of clearing, of releasing, of letting go and letting what you let go of turn into compost in the soil of your life. So next, let's talk about the lunar forecast. Hello, gentle listener. Carolyn here interrupting today's episode to tell you about our new free resource called In Tune with the Moon. Learn to listen to, trust in, and honor your body intuition so you can feel empowered to take up space in your life 
with the moon by your side every step of the way. This free resource includes digital moon phase calendars. So that's pretty phone wallpapers and widgets that have a moon phase calendar on them from now until the end of the year and they'll be updated in the new year four lunar ritual videos that are about 30 minutes in length and always follow the same comforting ritual of some gentle yoga, some meditation, and some lunar-inspired journal prompts. And yes, these are cozy and accessible. All bodies, all mobility levels are very much welcome. And a digital lunar journal to deepen your relationship with yourself and the moon. By downloading this resource, you'll also begin to receive our monthly moonflower journal filled with cozy and seasonal self-care resources. Have I mentioned that it's all for free? Get in tune with the moon as well as with yourself by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting our website, themoonflowerpath.com. Okay, so what's happening in the skies during the next six weeks? Well, fall starts under the waxing moon. So the waxing moon is an increase of light in the moon and Libra season. That's kind of like the first thing that happens this fall. So Libra season starts September 23rd. Libra is an air sign. So maybe there's some lessons, some energies to pull from in terms of what are the energetics of air, of breath, of like, Maybe there's some inhaling energy or some exhaling energy that is to be explored during this season. Air element for me has this kind of element of like kicking, kicking the dust up and giving me an opportunity to sift through what gets kicked up and picked up and then kind of come back to what it is that I want, what it is that I need, what it is that I want to prioritize. And then on September 29th, the first full moon of the season comes in, in the sign of Aries, which is a fire sign. So we might invite in this energy of like wanting to burn through some stuff. Some releasing rituals might happen around this full moon of Aries on September 29th. So that might be something that's really helpful. So actually on this day, on September 29th in the Moonflower Path community space, we are moving through our monthly fireside gathering where I'm going to be guiding folks through our own autumn equinox gathering. And we're going to move through a guided releasing ritual using some fire and then a cozy yin yoga practice. So if you're looking to take part in your own autumn equinox gathering with other folks, then we'd love to have you join. October 14th is when the new moon comes through. So the new moon in the sign of Libra will be happening on October 14th. And this is also the beginning of the second eclipse season of the year. So eclipse season, they happen twice a year and they always start with a solar eclipse and then end in a lunar eclipse. And they are referred to as transformational portals. So it's really an opportunity energetically and astrologically to create quite a lot of change if that's something that you are looking for or desiring, or you might just notice that it kind of happens, that there's like this like and type of energy. So Libra is an air sign and you might, you might notice a little bit of that around this time, around October 14th through to the full moon later on in the month. October 23rd is then going to be the start of Scorpio season, which is a water sign. Water is associated with emotions, with intuition, with healing. And then on October 28th, 
eclipse season ends with a lunar eclipse with the full moon in the sign of Taurus, which is our grounding earth sign to end this first half of fall because then a few days later, Samhain will take place on October 31st, which is when the next seasonal rituals episode will come through. So that is what is to be expected in the moon and in the skies and with the sun. Next, let's make our way into the long-awaited seasonal rituals. All right, so some seasonal rituals for you to tune into and celebrate the autumn equinox. Before I get into the seasonal rituals, I am going to say this in pretty much every seasonal rituals episode. Please know that one, if you don't celebrate or if you don't move through some sort of seasonal ritual exactly on autumn equinox and it happens a few days, a few weeks, a whole month after, that's okay. This is your practice. You didn't like fail. You're not like doing it wrong if you don't do it on the exact day. If there's one space that we can offer ourselves permission to just be, I hope that it can be on our collective self-care journeys. So that's the first thing I want to mention. Two, bring it back to why. Why do you want to celebrate the seasonal transitions? What is it that it's going to offer you? What's your fascination? What is your why? And let that be what guides what ritual you choose, how you celebrate the seasonal transition. I don't want this to be just another space where you feel riddled with shoulds around what you should be doing to celebrate your seasonal transitions or to do anything in your life for that matter, how to practice self-care. I really want this to be a space where you feel empowered and encouraged and inspired to make it yours for you to really find what lights you up to carve out space to create your own rituals and that this is a space where you just get like maybe a blueprint maybe a little bit of a map maybe a space to kind of jump off of to feel inspired by that but that really you make it yours if you want to but if you want the guidance if you want some sort of ritual that's very much like oh let me just follow what it is that Carolyn suggested <laughs> then you will get a little bit of that here too so lots of space to make it yours so firstly a chakra balancing ritual so if you are new to chakras you don't quite know a whole lot about them just very briefly chakras are seven energetic centers that start at the very base of your spine and make their way all the way up to the very crown of your head chakras are a belief that started in India it's a very that has a very long history to it but in a nutshell they are energetic centers that rule different parts of who you are from the very base of your sense of safety your sense of security your sense of self at the very base of your tailbone all the way up to your crown of your head which is your connection to spirituality your connection to your higher your spiritual self-consciousness on a whole and everything in between so I like to move through some sort of balancing out of all of the different parts of who I am and a nice way to do that is to move through the chakras and so there's lots of different ways that you could do this 
You could make your way to a chakra balancing meditation, which could be found on YouTube or the Insight Timer app, or maybe you have your favorite meditation app. This might be a really nice time to move through some sort of chakra balancing meditation. You could also find some journal prompts that are associated with all different chakras, all seven chakras, and kind of filter through and see what parts of you have been maybe neglected during the past season, which parts of you have been getting a little bit more attention that maybe you can like taper, taper off, taper out of, <laughs> ease off. If you want a little bit more of an in-depth chakra exploration, on the Moonflower Path YouTube channel, we have a self-care journey through the chakras video series where there's seven videos where you'll move through yoga practices that are about 30 minutes in length associated with each chakra. So maybe that's a ritual. There's like a whole week that you want to dedicate to every day moving through one of these practices to notice which parts of yourself are, are really wanting to feel a little bit more balanced out. Next, this could be a really nice time to move through a self-care reset, a recalibration of sorts to examine what is and what isn't working anymore in your self-care practices, your self-care journey. So like I've mentioned, the fall is a really nice time to reprioritize your self-care if you've been neglecting it, but also if you haven't, just a nice time to kind of shake things up because you're shifting from the rising energy, you're shifting from the spring and summer energy into fall and winter, which is going to mean that there's going to be different things that are going to feel supportive on your self-care journey. There's like some things that just like aren't going to work anymore and some things that are probably going to really work a lot better at this time. So this could be a nice time to create a ritual around what is working, what isn't working, what new self-care practices do you want to invite in, which ones do you want to let go, and letting that turn into a really sacred ritual that you do around this time and that maybe you do during every seasonal transition. If you want a little bit of guidance on this, Again, on the Moonflower Path YouTube channel, there is a video called The Self-Care Reset, which I'll link in the show notes, which you can move through and it'll give you an opportunity to do just this without you having to think about it and you can just be guided through. And then lastly, I really like the idea of creating some sort of ritual around your evening. So we, we know all about morning routines and morning rituals and they're definitely a buzzword in the self-care world, the self-care industry. And like, I'm all here for it. I love me a good morning ritual, a good morning routine, but I'm, I'm here for a good morning and ritual, good morning ritual and morning routine that's actually going to serve you and isn't just based off of what other people tell you you should be doing. You don't need to wake up at 5 a.m. or meditate for an hour or whatever to have some sort of morning routine and morning ritual. So that's, that's a thing. But I really like the idea of letting the fall be a time where maybe you create a ritual out of the end of your day. The fall is the last season of the year. So there's this idea of like things coming to a close, things coming to an end, and there are lessons to be found in the ending of things, of embodying endings, of creating time to look back 
and let go and create space for what is to come, which happens at the end of every day. So maybe you dedicate, maybe it's just like five minutes or whatever, some time, some energy, some space to intentionally bringing your days to a close. Some ideas could be once you get into bed, I mean, you could do it on your yoga mat, you could do it like up against the wall, like on the floor, but is you could get into bed and put your legs up against your headboard and move through five minutes of legs up the wall. And if you don't wanna put a timer on, like pick a song, pick a song that you love that's three minutes or four minutes or five minutes and practice legs up the wall for that period of time that the song plays. And that's your, your way to transition from the day into the night. Or maybe you create a clearing, an energetic clearing spray that you spray on your pillow or you spray over your body to let go and release the day. Maybe there is a three prompt journal practice. You have a journal right by your bed and you move through three prompts or you just list out three things that you're grateful for to wrap up the day. Or you turn to your partner and you create a ritual out of what is one thing that you loved about today? What is one thing that you found challenging? What is one thing that you feel really grateful for? And you talk about about it. So I like the idea of letting fall be a time to create some sort of evening ritual or evening routine that works for you. So I'm going to say this time and time again. This isn't about me telling you what you should do. It's about me offering you invitations and suggestions and you making it work for you. So let's recap. The three autumn equinox rituals that you might want to move through at this time would be to move through a chakra balancing ritual. You could move through a self-care reset or self-care recalibration and you could also begin to create rituals around your evening. So let's end this episode with what's happening in the Moonflower community space this fall. Oh, I'm so excited. I mean, of course I'm excited. I'm the one who creates the schedule, but I'm really looking forward to the fall in the Moonflower Path community space. The three monthly themes that we're going to move through in September, we're moving through the theme of balance. So we're, we're in it right now. As you're listening to this episode, we're actually on a two week break in the Moonflower Path community space. But at the end of the month of September, we're coming back with a brand new schedule so we're moving through the theme of balance in September. In the month of October, we're moving through the theme of release. And then in the month of November, we're moving through the theme of rest right before the holiday season. The monthly gatherings that we're moving through. So like I mentioned, at the end of September, we've got the autumn equinox gathering where I'm gonna guide Moonflower members through a releasing fire ritual and then a cozy yin yoga practice. In October, I'm so excited about this one. The, like I mentioned, the, the fall is a time of releasing. It's also a time of maybe grieving what it is that you're letting go. So we have our second guest workshop happening at the end of the month. This workshop is called Gently Grieving and it's with the founder of the LGBTQ counseling practice called Burn Bright Counseling, 
Maddie Harbour. Maddie Harbour is also a dear friend of mine. She is a wise soul and she has lots of really beautiful ways to help offer support when it comes to navigating grief in your life, in your body, in your mind. And so she's going to be guiding us through a workshop called Gently Grieving that you definitely won't want to miss out on. And then in November, Rest is Resistance is the name of the November gathering, the November workshop. So this is going to be a 90 minute restorative yoga practice accompanied with red excerpts from Trisha Hersey's book, Rest is Resistance. Trisha Hershey is the founder of the NAP ministry and she's like the queen of rest. And so we're going to be pulling from her book, pulling from her inspiration during this 90 minute restorative yoga practice. So like I mentioned, there are changes to the weekly live stream schedule. There are going to be more evening practices happening and starting this fall. So if you have not become a Moonflower member because there aren't enough evening practices when it comes to living in Canada or in the States, that is going to be a positive change on the schedule. And like I said, there is a autumn Moonflower member promotion happening first week of October. So check out our website to explore all things the Moonflower Path community space if you want to become a member. But I hope that for free <laughs> that this episode has offered you a lot of ideas, a lot of inspiration, a lot of support when it comes to celebrating your autumn equinox. Thank you so much for being here. Again, I know that your time is precious and sacred, so I feel really special that you shared some of that time with me. Happy, happy Maybon, happy autumn equinox, wishing you a cozy start to your fall. And I look forward to connecting with you again very soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Moonflower Path Podcast. I'm your host, Carolyn, and ways that you can find more support from me and this cozy community are all found in the show notes. Please consider rating, reviewing, and sharing this podcast with a friend. Those are the best ways to show your support for this free and accessible resource. Wishing you a gentle rest of your day, and I look forward to connecting again with you very soon.